The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit <coughs> www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about the power that each of us have within us, and I've been reading this wonderful book called You Have Infinite Power, Ultimate Success Through Energy, Passion, Purpose and the Principles of Taekwondo. And there are several authors, but we're going to be talking to Rick Wallman, and he is co-author with Chris Ber- Berlow, Paul Melala Jr., and Nick Palumbo. And he is coming to us from New York, and I'm very excited to talk to him. Let me tell you a little bit about his background. Uh, even though he semi-retired at the early age of 39, Rick Wallman came to the realization that something else was really missing in his life, and he finally found his true passion and worthy ideal with the formation of Empowered Mastery, a team of martial arts experts, all of whom double as business owners and entrepreneurs who create innovative coaching programs for professionals. The team, as I said, uh, wrote this book, and it's, it's really wonderful. And this is really a guide for improving readers' professional and personal lives. Through accounts of their own individual triumphs and failures, Rick and his co-authors share the motivating discoveries they learned during relentless quests for their own success and happiness. In addition to being a principal at Empowered Mastery and a successful businessman, Rick is the creator of Power Time, which is a unique and powerful program that teaches minority teenagers life skills and values. And he's also the recipient of the Every Child Deserves a Hero Award for his work with underprivileged teenagers. Now, you can find out more about him at conflicthealing.com where we have his bio and his picture and the URL of his website and a picture of his book. And and you can also go to his website at empoweredmastery.com. So thank you so much, Rick, for joining us all the way from the East Coast. Well, thank you, Mari. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, you know, I am a woman after your own heart. I really, <clears throat> excuse me, am in, in tune with everything that you say in this book. And I, I love this Buddhist, this Buddha uh, quote that you have about thought. And it says, what we are, we are what we think. All that we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world, and that is just so true. I see people who are in conflict all the time, 
<laughs> they come to me to, to resolve the conflict. And they have this negative thinking. They think, number one, it's never going to get fixed. It's never going to be resolved. They're never going to be able to move on with their lives. And as long as they think that, they put up these blocks. So I have to kind of empower them to think about, we are going to get through this. We are going to find solutions. Within every problem is the solution. And it's just a challenge that we have to get over. And once we get over it, it's going to be wonderful. And it's going to be a great lesson. So this book seems to really be very much in line with those kinds of thoughts. So I just love it. And you guys did a great job. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mari. So how did, you, how did you, Paul, Nick, and Chris meet? And what brought you together to do this Empowered Mastery? Well, it's a, you know, every, every company has a story and we have ours. You know, unlike companies that we hear started in a garage like Hewlett Packard, Microsoft, and whatever, ours actually started in a martial arts school. Hmm. Uh, my partner, uh, Paul Malella, along with my other partner, Chris Burla, own one of the largest martial arts franchises on the East Coast, Mari. Oh. And uh, Paul, you know, they teach martial arts, but they also teach the disciplines of martial arts, which is integrity, <laughs> respect discipline, focus, and perseverance. And Paul realized he could only impact the people that come through his martial arts school, and he always wanted to impact the masses. And one of his students in the martial arts is our partner, Nick Palumbo, <coughs> a, uh, who owns a financial planning firm here in New York, very successful individual. And Paul was Nick's master in the martial arts, but Nick was Paul's master in the financial realm. Mm. And Paul approached Nick with this concept and said, how can we, you know, I really have this passion for inspiring and helping and giving back to people and help people resolve all the internal turmoil and conflict that they have. And he approached Nick and says, I would love to be able to do this. And, And Nick said, you know, wow, that's amazing because I also win limited because I'm try to do the same thing for my clients, but I can only do it financially for my clients, and I wanted to do more of it. And between the both of them, they came up with this idea, hey, let's start our own uh, company, and that's basically how Empowered Mastery was born. That's wonderful, body, mind, and spirit. You know, it reminded me when uh, when I was going through a divorce and my son was, oh, I think he was about eight or nine years old, and I put him into the martial arts, I put him into Taekwondo, And, you know, it was a big challenge for him in his life. And I remember one day I was upset about something and he said, Mom, you know what I learned today in my Taekwondo class? He says, I learned that if a person gets you mad, they control you. Well, isn't it amazing? Sometimes genius is in our youth, right? And and he learned that in his Taekwondo class, you know, because they were trying to say, don't get mad because you don't want to lose, you know, your equilibrium or whatever it is that you do in your in your Taekwondo, that you want to always be, you know, cognizant of what's going on. So I thought that was so cute. And, you know, I, I don't know if you um if you know Tom Crum, but he also blends like I have Aikido, t- verbal Aikido, to um, to this whole issue. He he also blends the martial arts, and he wrote a book called The Magic of Conflict, and he's been on our show, and he really akins uh, the resolution of conflict to 
using the uh, Aikido, the verbal Aikido, just like you do with your martial arts. So it, you're right on. It just makes so much sense to me that as you learn these skills in your uh, the martial arts, you are also really applying the skills of life. So it makes a lot of sense to me. Absolutely. You know, when your son said that, you know, that's the biggest challenge that most of us have is when we are in conflict to stay in control, to be calm, to not not get overly excited, just stay right in the middle of the road. Be, con- be in control of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And what we describe in our book, we, we coin the term being an emotional pup, and that's when we let others, Mari, control how we think, feel, and act. It's like they pull our strings. Right. So, you know, and how old, how old is your son now? Well, now he is living in New York. He's a very successful, uh, you know, in marketing. He has his MBA from the University of Chicago. He's now 34. But wow. when he was eight, I'll never forget that when he came home and told me that. It was just very powerful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always important not to let other people pull your strings. Yeah. And people in conflict, you know, some people love to be in conflict, so you don't want to be, you don't, you don't want to get sucked into their level. Just be in control. Do not let anyone pull your strings. That's very important. Exactly, exactly. So you have this doctrine called transformation, um, and why don't you talk about that and, and how that can help people? Well, first of all, okay, it, it, our, our transformation doctrine came came about because you know one of the Key words that are thrown around recently is, you know, is transform your life or try, you know, I've been transformed. And everyone throws around that word. Mm-hmm. And we decided to take that word and really make something of it. And because when we were holding our seminars in the beginning and coaching people, people would tell us, you've transformed our life. Well, what a great transformation. So my partner, Nick, actually woke up in the middle of the night one night and he just started writing. And, you know, I'm sure you and your listeners had that feeling where you can't sleep. you got these great ideas in your mind. And he wrote out the word transformation, but he wrote it out vertically instead of horizontally. And maybe that's because he completed in, a, uh, in martial arts and career one year, and he just wrote it out. And he started writing out what each letter could stand for, and that's how the transformation doctrine was formed, Mari. And it is the it is our platform in our book. You have infinite power, and it literally does transform people's lives. Right. I love acronyms. I use them all the time. So I think that's a, a great way for people to remember because they remember T stands for. So why don't we go through what those letters stand for? And then people can obviously read the book. And I'm going to just say the name of your book again. You have infinite power, ultimate success through energy, passion, purpose, and the principles of Taekwondo. So let's go through the what those letters stand for. All right. Well, first, the letter T stands for thought, because everything begins with a thought. Everything we have begins with a thought. And what we like to tell our clients and people who attend our seminars is these eight simple words. And if your listeners can remember these words and actually apply it into their lives, they'll find that their lives will change for the better. And these eight simple words are, you have the ability to choose your thoughts. 
which, you know, Mari, most people say, well, okay, yeah, I understand that, but are you implementing it? And any time conflict arises or any time we are faced with challenges, you have the ability to choose your thought. So everything does start with a thought. And I want to I follow up on that because that is so critical, and that's why you have it as the first one anyway. But um, I, I see people who say, you know, she makes me mad or he makes me so furious or he, he forced me to do that. <clears throat> he forced me to react in that way. And I always, you know, have to remind them that they choose their thoughts and, and they don't think, they don't believe that. So then I tell them, okay, let's do a little guided meditation here. Just see yourself on the beach, see the palm trees out there, look at the ocean, see the dolphins, you know, jumping up and down. And I said, could you see that? And they said, yeah. I said, well, then you chose to see that. You can choose to see whatever else you want to see. You know, know, you are so correct. Um, You know, what happens is, again, is we... Common people let other people choose their thoughts. Let other people control how they think, feel, and act. Uncommon individuals are the masters of their thoughts. Right, right. And it's sad when kids grow up, when their parents say, you'll never amount to anything. You know, those get those thoughts just get ingrained in you. So you have to analyze those and say, wait a minute, that's not really the case. That's not true. What is that? That is not who I am. And so I think that's the hard part when you've grown up in a way that that is um, demeaning to you. Then it's hard for you to, to do that because you keep hearing the thoughts that were the old thoughts. And you can say, I, don't, I choose not to have those thoughts anymore. Right? You know, Mari, you're so correct. And that exactly what you just said leads into our second letter, which is the letter R for replacing emotional scars. Mm-hmm. Because we all have our scars that have been with us through childhood. And, you know, like, I remember, like it was yesterday, my fifth-grade math teacher called me an idiot in front of the whole class. And see how you remember that now, and you're a daddy yourself of four kids? It's crazy. Absolutely, and it affected me scholastically throughout high school and college, where I thought I wasn't smart. Yeah. And what happens is we let other people control those thoughts, and... You know, we call these emotional scars, we call these paralyzing paradigms that we've had since childhood, and they're so buried in our subconscious mind, Mari, we don't know they're they're even there. Right. Yet they control almost every aspect of our lives. It's really incredible how the mind does work. And then what we do is repeat those same kind of problems. Um, I just finished writing a book with a therapist who's my friend, and it's called Couples Fighting for Love. And we talk just about that as well, is that, you know, you repeat these same thoughts, so then you repeat the same actions, so you have the same problems in your marriage or in your relationship as you did when you were a kid, until you just wake up and say, wait a minute, this isn't who I am. That's correct, and you know, you're fortunate if you wake up one day and say, this isn't who I am. Some of us go through our whole lives, and then we wake up when we're too late and said, what do we do with our lives, you know? And, and, And actually, that's a great, great topic, which goes into the next letter, which is the letter A for awareness, because what we try to do is raise people's level of awareness of who they are, 
and where they truly want to go in life. And that's a really important thing to do, is be aware of the environment around us. That's extremely important. And who our friends are, who are we choosing to be with? You know, are we choosing to be with people who support what we are and, and, and where we want to be and, and really are there for us? Or are we choosing friends that, that are negative? So, you know, that's, that's, another, that's, that's part of the awareness. Oh, you're so correct, Mari. As a matter of fact, one of the exercises that we do in this awareness chapter is we, we have people list the 10 people they associate with the most, and we say, then we say, do they empower them or do they disempower them? Right. You know, and that's awareness because a lot of times we have friends in, our high, in high school and we keep them throughout our lives, but maybe they're not really the friends we should be associating with. Maybe they went on a different path. Right. You know, be with people who do good things. Be with people who make you feel good. There's no reason to be with people who disempower you more. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it just reminded me that I had a friend for, I hate to tell you how many years, but since we were in kindergarten, and there was um, a, a, a fallout that that basically I was trying to just really heal that, and I finally realized that with this friend, our values are so different now that I can no longer be friends with her because she, um, you know, poo-poos my values. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, uh, I totally Yeah, so it's, it's, it's the point where I have to let it go, and, and, and it's sad. A, and that's, yes, <coughs> you're absolutely correct. It is sad, but you have to let it go. There's no reason why you should hang on the people who do disempower you. It's yeah. your life. You around, surround yourselves with people who have the same principles and values you do. Right. You know, for relationships, because I've been, you know, writing this book, the more I thought about relationships, I thought how important it is to have similar values. So if you're listening to this on the campus here or, or you're driving by and you're a business person and you think about your relationships, um, if you your love relationships as well. If you're not, if you don't have the same values, um, then it's going to you're going to be miserable with that person. Yeah, you're I, just going to be miserable. So why push it at, anymore? Yeah, you know? I I agree with that. It's values and respect. As yes, well. yes, exactly. Okay, what's the uh, S stand for then? Oh uh, well, actually, where we oh, have we're on N, N which is which is never giving up. And, you know, I, you know, there's a great story about three feet from gold, about someone who's been digging and digging and digging for gold and just decided to give up, sold the property, and next person comes in, digs three feet to the left, and all of a sudden, yeah. it's gold. Yeah. You know? So I will, say to, I will say to, you know, to your listeners, Mari, if you're passionate about something and you believe in something, don't give it up. Right. Never give it up. Always pursue your passion because it's going to make you feel good. So just don't give up. You know, Thomas Edison, there's a great story about Thomas Edison. He, you know, he worked on electricity for so long and some, uh, he was interviewed by the press one day and they said, you know, don't you want to just give up after all these failures? And, And he came back and he said, I learned a thousand ways not to make electricity. 
Absolutely. <laughs> that's exactly correct. And, and that's talking about perseverance, never giving up, yeah. having a positive attitude. Exactly. At the same time. And, right. and how, you, how you envision something, you know? There's always two sides to a coin. There's always the benefit and the burden. So you can look at it. You can choose the glass half full or the glass half empty. You know, if something terrible happens to you and then you, you learn from it, you go, well, you know what? I learned from that. I won't do that again or whatever, right? Yeah, and you know that that especially is in tr- true with conflict. Yes. With every any conflict or challenge you have, there is always an opportunity in it. Yes. Look for the opportunity in the conflict. Look for the opportunity in the challenge. There always is one. Yeah, I love it. Like the the subtitle of our book. Our book is Couples Fighting for Love, but the subtitle is Finding the Gift in Conflict. <laughs> So we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Absolutely. Like-minded people, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so now now we're on S, right? Now we're on S for self-image. And and we ask our our readers and and the people that attend our seminars and programs is, you know, what is your self-image of yourself? More importantly, how do other people perceive you? Mm -hmm. And how do you want other people to? To perceive you, you know, it's amazing that you know even you know no, even if a person, an individual, is successful in whatever area of life, sometimes their self-image is lacking, right. and that can come from childhood. You know, like myself, a teacher said something, or a friend said something, or a coworker, or a boss, or whatever said something negative to you, and that image stays with you, and you know. You have to be aware of your self-image, and there's a lot of exercises in our book, Mari, that we put our readers through that helps them be aware of their image and steps that they can take to improve their self-image. Right. How about F? F is for focus, and that is an incredibly challenging chapter. (laughs) We say in our book, Mari, that focus was the toughest part for us to focus on writing that chapter. Yes, You know, and I'm sure you agree, and yeah. when you wrote your, your books, it's sometimes it's challenging to sit and, and put your ideas to paper. Yes. But I will tell you this, focus is, is a discipline that everyone should master. Is It's blocking out all those outside distractions and being organized and focus on exactly what you need to accomplish one step at a time. And that's the martial arts uh, philosophy is always to be focused. And that's very important to everyone out there who's listening is to be focused. And, and you know, in, in this day and age when we are tethered to our smartphones, right, or our iPads or yeah. whatever it is, right. at, you know, and then you hear the little ding, you know, somebody sent you a text. It is so easy to be distracted, you know, for me and all the writing I do, and I, I read a lot of articles and I'm doing, you know, all sorts of things, uh, settlement agreements, and I literally have to turn my phone off. But I, I mean, I'll have my cell phone next to me, but I have to turn it off because if I start looking at my emails or whatever, it just takes me away from that focus. So I think it's really hard for people. I know even even Anne, who is my paralegal, I mean, she's she's tethered to that phone, and I hear the little dings going off, and it's just really hard for us to focus with all this information technology just thrown at us. 
I couldn't agree with you more, Mari. You know, sometimes I like to take the phone and just, you know, throw it in the ocean sometimes, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of your listeners out there have, might have done that, right? Right. It's tough. Right. What's the O? Okay, always for opportunities, and we spoke briefly about it. You know, most people uh, use the word problem. Like, uh, I have this problem, I got that problem, or this is a problem. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm sure, you, you know, we spoke about this uh, before, Mari, is, is to eliminate that P word in your vocabulary. Because yeah. every time you think you have a problem, it's like uh, a kink in the hose. Water can't go through it. But if you substitute that P word and you put a challenge in there, most of us treat challenges, wow, okay, great, I'm energized, let's find our way through that challenge. And then the next step is to find the opportunity in that challenge because there always is an opportunity. And then create an action plan to Seize that opportunity so you can overcome the challenge. Yeah, I always say that these these things that when people come in and they're they're often very upset because they're coming in with a lawsuit or a divorce or some horrible thing that's happened in their lives that's consuming them. I tell them it's an opportunity in disguise. (laughs) You are so I'm telling you, you are so correct. And, uh, you know, keep on saying that to your listeners because once they turn that switch and realize that there is always an opportunity in conflict, you know, their lives are going to drastically improve, both personally and professionally. And I see it. I see, you know, I've been doing this now for 29 years, and I just, when I have new clients come in and they just don't seem to get it, and then I tell them, look, I've been doing this long. i got to tell you, I have clients who have just totally been like the the phoenix rising out of the ashes from this so you will too so what about r r is for realization and this is a powerful one is at times we come to the realization that our lives aren't fulfilling or we're not on the right track or we're not fulfilling our true passion or vision so realization is a powerful concept and what we do is we talk about a life's purpose which is we have everyone in our programs and our readers when they read the book to create their worthy ideal and life's purpose. And that helps them put a GPS, so to speak, on life of where they are and where they truly want to go in life. And it's part of our life alignment blueprint that our clients and our readers create for themselves. It's a very powerful tool. It is. How about M? M is for meditation. I will tell you, Mari, a lot of readers out there, our listeners are probably thinking meditation is, you know, you're sitting on a beach or a grass and your legs are folded and your arms are out and you go, and that's not meditation. I will challenge your listeners out there that I bet you 95% of your listeners out there have meditated before and they just don't know it. Basically, what meditation is, is putting yourself in a calm state so thoughts can come to and through you. That's all meditation is. Well, I I learned transcendental meditation many, many, many years ago, and it is helpful when you do have a mantra, though. It it, It helps you to stay focused or when you focus on your breathing, but it's back to that trying to focus on releasing all the crazy thoughts that jump into your mind. How about A? A is for attitude, 
And we tell our listeners that just especially in, in any conflict, it's so challenging to control your emotions and so challenging to control your attitude. Attitude is basically defined as your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. It's just not one. It's all three. So when you are, are able to master your thoughts and to be focused, your attitude will change for the better. It will change exponentially. So we have tips and tools in our book on exercises they can do to change their attitude from one of negativity to positivity. Yes, and, you know, people who have a positive attitude live longer, too. Oh, yeah. There's, they live longer, and they are happier. Exactly. We actually are almost out of time. Let's just give it the T, and then we'll tell everybody to, to get the I-O-N. They're going to have to read the book. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, obviously I can talk for hours about this, but, uh, yes, we'll just take T for... Uh, uh, track your goals, and then they can find out everything by reading the book. Uh, you know, uh, we all set goals for ourselves, Amari, but most of us never achieve the goals that we set. And there's a reason for that, is most of the goals we set, Mari, are other people's expectations of what we should have as our goals, whether it's our parents, whether it's our managers, whether it's our bosses. Everyone sets expectations for us. So my one suggestion is look at your goals and see if they are actually your goals. And if they are, you'll be more passionate to achieve them. Well, thank you so much, Rick Wallman. And I'm just going to give your website, and it's time to go. It's Empower... Powered Mastery, that's spelled E-M-P-O-E-R-E-D, mastery.com. Thanks, and we will have you back again, Rick. Stay in touch, okay? It is my pleasure. Thank you very much. Okay, you've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for Prescriptions for Healing Conflict and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Thanks. expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.